afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone is well. Welcome to another edition of Loyalty Live. Loyalty Live is the series where we talk to the leaders in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology, trends, and most importantly, the best practices that are impacting a brand's ability to drive unique engagement and customer loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Tom Madden of ICF Next. How are you, Tom? Uh, great, thank you very much, and thanks for having me. Can you uh, talk to us a little bit about ICF Next, uh, the organization, what you guys do, how you do it? Sure, sure. ICF Next is a, we're kind of a unique player in the loyalty space because we cover everything from uh, from the brand and, and the digital aspects, but then true full-on loyalty. Um, our loyalty team is, uh, we're full service and, and where we uh, focus on everything from strategy and design and, and analytics and and communications all the way through to the platform. We have an award-winning platform called Tally. Uh, it's recognized as one of the best solutions in the space. Um, and the perhaps what's different from some others out there is we're part of a much larger consulting firm uh, with a huge mix of capabilities in travel and energy and healthcare and the environment, cybersecurity and digital transformation. So um, ultimately our, you know, we believe that brands can be much more than a great experience that they can really lead their customers to full on participation. Uh, and, and when you're, when they're able to create those emotional connections and, and get the recipro reciprocal relationships, uh, it, it helps them retain and, and, and grow their customers and, and, uh, and be a well, be a, a positive brand in their communities. Absolutely. Uh, for those who don't know you, you've been in this industry for a long time. You and I know each other going back a number of years. Obviously, mm -hmm. I have great respect for you and your insight and uh, kind of your just depth of knowledge you have in the industry. But can you talk a little bit about uh, your role as a senior partner at ICF sure. Next, uh, kind of what you do? Sure, yeah. Overall, I'm responsible for client success and growth. Uh, that, that applies to existing clients and, and uh, prospective clients. Um, each of us have a foot in in existing clients to be sure we're, we're, um, we're helping there, but then also we can bring new ideas to the table for our clients. And the same for those who are looking at working with ICF Next. Uh, the more we help our clients achieve their goals, the more we create long lasting, mutually beneficial relationships. Personally, I've been in the loyalty space almost my entire career, certainly customer marketing my entire career, always on the service side, not on the client side. I've worked with literally hundreds of loyalty programs around the world, uh, including uh, the majority of the top 10 airlines, hotel groups, restaurant chains, you name it, um, credit card, co-brands, even the even the, the card uh, companies themselves like Amex, Visa, MasterCard and the like. But ultimately it's always been around strategy and helping them design or redesign their program uh, look at the data and you know build the platform and and uh, manage it in an ongoing way to make sure they're succeeding. Okay, great. Uh, one of the questions we like to ask is, you know, what is customer loyalty? Obviously, very important. What are some of the challenges you see? We always like to know what it's like in a traditional environment. What are some of the biggest challenges you see, or maybe even the opportunities brands have for customer loyalty in this environment? Sure. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you one of each. Um, I think uh, one of the challenges is, is, is for those industries hurting from COVID, right? Travel and hospitality, restaurants, we all know that they're hurting. Uh, you know, travel and hospitality, they were down to sometimes 5% occupancy early on. And restaurants have been closing by uh, the tens of thousands across the U.S. So we know they're hurting. Uh, they're built on a population that is meant to be out and about, not stuck at home. 
Um, however, uh, while people are at home, there are segments of their customers that are performing. So the key is to anticipate which segments those are and what they're looking to do. So McKinsey had a recent study that showed uh, in the hotel industry, for example, the uh, overall industry rev par, which is revenue per available room, uh, is correlated to unemployment and may not fully recover till 2023. But when you dig deeper into that, you'll see that the economy brands of hotels are actually performing much better than luxury brands. So there is opportunity. People are traveling. They still want to do local vacations, regional vacations. They need to see their family, take a kid to college. Uh, even though that's changed, they, they still need to do that. So the more these brands can anticipate what their customers uh, will be doing or are doing, the more they can better meet the needs. On the opportunity side, there are plenty of industries also doing exceedingly well, uh, thanks to the um, change in behaviors during COVID. With everybody, with more people being homebound and saving money and, and focusing on needs, focusing their spending on needs, you see grocery and home products and auto stores uh, doing pretty well or very well. And so it's key for, for these folks to be, these brands to be capitalizing on this, this moment of, you know, in the case of grocery, 40% increase. I mean, they, they should be capturing the data from these customers and, and, and encouraging them to join their loyalty program so they can better anticipate their needs going forward and keep them in a year or two years time when, uh, when people are back out at, uh, at restaurants and, and, and on the road. So you mentioned kind of the, the, the high-end uh, kind of traveler, right? Uh, the Hyatt's, probably Marriott's potentially. I think that's probably due to just the lack of business travel there is right now, right there. I think we've started to see a little bit of an uptick in travel, uh, airline travel, but it, it's it's vacation. I, I think there's big concerns coming. You know, September 1st, as people go back to school, whether it's virtual or a mix or in-person, that, that the airline travel could drop off pretty significantly again. Right. Yeah. Airline travel could, and uh, very much likely will. However, if you think about hotels, uh, you know, with, with school being virtual, it gives me as a parent a lot more flexibility to go do my work where I need to. You know, you see behind me our offices, which I haven't been in since the first week of March, and I likely won't be there till January. Uh, I miss it. But uh, being at home gives us flexibility with my kids' education being virtual. We can go somewhere. And, and, and do it from there. So um, hotels and the like, they're, they're, again, there are brands where, that are focused on car, customers that drive and the like. They could, uh, they could perform well if they take advantage of, of what they know about their customers. Absolutely, That's, yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Can, can you name a brand or maybe a few that uh, you think have done a really good job of creating customer loyalty during this time and, and maybe why that is? Yeah, so I kind of hinted earlier at grocery, you know, uh, the, some of the companies or brands that are doing really well are taking advantage of, uh, uh, in, 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 a good, in a good way, of course, of customer concerns and the new behaviors we're seeing from customers. Um, they're adjusting their, their promises and they're delivering on them. So, so for example, grocery, as I mentioned, uh, which according to supermarket news is up 40% this year. Um, uh, most of the uh, most of the customers, the new customers at grocery are seeing, are first-time customers because they've been shopping elsewhere or been uh, you know going to restaurants quite a bit. Stop and Shop and other well-known grocers have adjusted uh, adjusted their um, business to accommodate for online ordering and parking lot pickup or curbside uh, pickup as well as delivery. And so, if you think about this, this is really meant to alleviate health concerns. 
Customers don't want to be inside with a bunch of other people, especially pre-masked. Um, and uh, it helps them lock up the majority of the business uh, by keeping uh, customers from shopping at multiple groceries. So as a, as a, you know, locally here, for example, my wife and I, neither of us have stepped foot in a, in a grocery store since March. Uh, and now all of our grocery spend is 100% with the one store in our neighborhood rather than the three in our area. So, uh, and it's all done because we, we order online and they bring it out to our car, put it in the hatch and we drive away. So the grocery, grocery is a great example of somebody who's uh, kind of pivoted on how they deliver and, and, and have taken advantage of it. Absolutely. When you look at uh, your uh, propensities to be loyal, what are a couple of brands that you're loyal to and why? Grocery, is that an example? Name a couple of brands that you're really loyal to and why. Sure. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you one that uh, unfortunately, when you ask this question of five people, you're going to get the same answer from four of them. So my first answer is going to be one of those. Uh, my second answer perhaps is slightly different, but my first answer would be Apple. Uh, while I know it's popular uh, for everybody, it's absolutely true for me too. They're, they're innovators in both product and service. They're the only company I buy an extended warranty from, and it has paid off multiple times over. Uh, they have so many options for product and for care and for help. Uh, and if that's not enough, they uh, they kicked out a really killer credit card uh, uh, product uh, uh, earlier this year, late last year. I've been drawn a blank now. But, uh, you know, we know that they don't really discount their products uh, once in a while. Some outdated, you know, some models that they're pushing out, they might. But yet the card gets me 6% back on, on when I'm buying with them. So I love them. Uh, but I'll give you another example that's perhaps a little less obvious, and it's it's not rooted in any sort of a loyalty program per se, but Ryobi, which is the maker of power tools, um, I think they're extremely innovative. Um, they know where they make their money. It's in batteries. And so their products are darn near free when you know how to shop for them. It's the batteries you're paying for, and the batteries are fantastic. Um, the breadth of their offering across all the home improvement, all the landscaping and your garage needs, uh, it's fantastic. I, I bleed lime green. <laughs> I love these guys. That's good. Good to hear that uh, that, that you're loyal to them. Obviously, the, the tools have come, have come a long way, especially the, the cordless ones. Um, when, when you look at COVID, some of the impacts that uh, your clients have talked about, obviously, you, you run a lot of hospitality clients, hotel clients. What are some of the other challenges that you've seen during COVID? Is it the, is it the rapid transformation to buy online pickup, uh, you know, in store or curbside pickup? And we've heard that from a number of brands, right? Just the speed at which they have to transform has been really, really difficult. Um, and we just did an interview with uh, Sleep Number. It was up in your neck of the woods uh, in Minnesota earlier in the week and talk about their transformation, right? What, what, what are you seeing um, the, the needs and the transitions? And most importantly, how are you helping them through that process? Right. Well, you know, it's a good question. And at the beginning of this, I mentioned that ICF Next is, is strong in travel and hospitality and, and retail and restaurants. Well, guess what? We know that those are the most uh, damaged industries at the moment, uh, thanks to COVID. Um, so we understand the pain these companies are feeling. Um, you know, we focus on the customer first, and that's that drives how we partner with our clients to help them achieve their objectives. So it drives the strategies we, we put together for them and, and uh, ultimately so they can retain and grow with their customers. You know, we came into 2020 with a, with a, um, a strategic priorities all in coordination with our client goals. And that was about 
that was about giving the best customer experience to continue to drive transactions or, or, or um, you know, action. Uh, but COVID put a screeching halt to all that. And so everybody had to pivot 100% to focus on, on client needs and, the, and what are now imperatives. Um, so, you know, while early on we focused on customer satisfaction to drive loyalty, since March the focus has been on com uh, customer comfort and assurance and their well-being and security to maintain the loyalty um, now and for when they're ready to get back on the road and, and transact again. So we know that once they feel co uh, comfortable and they're both their they're most basic uh, Maslow needs, if you will, psychological health and safety needs are met, then they can start to be interested in, in what we can bring to them in terms of offers that are most fitting and most helpful to their, um, to their needs. So, uh, you know, early on in this process, that means you as a member of a lot of these programs saw that the smart brands extended your current status through this year and well into or through all of next year. Uh, you saw cleanliness initiatives on airplanes and hotel rooms and car rentals and, and, and rail. Uh, that you hadn't seen before. Um, uh, you know, Hilton, for example, partnered with Lysol and Mayo Clinic. These are the gold standard in, in, in cleaning and healthcare. And, and if, if, you know, that's really meant to A, address clean rooms and B, alleviate some of the angst and, and, and the like that customers will have. So they will come back and start thinking, okay, where can I go next? And I, I for sure want to stay with these folks because they're taking care of my, my basic needs. That's awesome. So uh, I think we were talking about technologies that people were having, you know, had an interest in, whether their you know, budgets had shifted, as we've mentioned, uh, people have put out some long-term projects, maybe some short-term quick wins project. But then we've heard a lot of people that, you know, some of the big investments they wanted to do, they, they did it during the downtime. So what are you seeing? Are, are people looking at data differently, third-party data, zero-party data? You know, what are you seeing maybe from a technology requirement perspective right now or interest in? Yeah, so it definitely, you know, with, uh, with um, in, in many industries of financial crunch and, and other industries where they're getting a surplus, you suddenly have a renewed interest and a return on investment. So, you know, there's always going to be 100 things on the plate that companies want to do with technology or data, but there's only uh, the resources to do, let's say, three or five or 10 of them. And of those, what are going to have the biggest bang for your buck? And I'll tell you, that's been the primary focus. So all sorts of things that we... Uh, that the clients had been asking about and asking for have gone to the wayside while new things have stepped up. And it, it is definitely um, uh, partially focused on, on very specific uh, data-driven insights, um, very specific uh, technical uh, adjustments or evolutions uh, to the platform, for example, to help them with some of their new needs. But again, all the needs are still based on uh, making sure customers are comfortable and feel safe and 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 that they know these brands can serve them whatever they're whatever they're doing right now if they're at home there's ways you can interact with restaurants if you're on the road there's ways you can safely interact with restaurants so the focus on return on investment has been huge that's awesome that's a good point where um when you look at uh, brands who are wanting to improve their customer loyalty uh, experience, best practices, you know, drive deeper customer loyalty, are there a piece of advice? Is there a piece of advice or maybe two pieces of advice you would give to them, uh, cognizant of where we are now, cognizant of the industry that can really help them kind of drive that uh, deeper connection to the customer? 
Yeah, um, a couple things. One is I, I think about, you know, I, I mentioned, um, you know, I mentioned the companies like, you know, for example, Hilton looking at uh, partnering to make the, the best cleaning regiment they can, they can possibly be out there. Mentioned grocery stores pivoting from me being in the store to ordering online and just uh, it shows up in my car. It's nice. You know, you think of Uber who's, um, whose core gig was rideshare and, it, and they're down 70 some odd percent this year. But their side gig, Uber Eats, is up 113% last quarter alone. So companies that had side gigs that they can kind of turn into core gigs uh, successfully, that can help them at minimal, at, at the minimum survive and, and at the maximum become a new primary revenue driver for their business. But, but I also looked to, uh, there was something from Ripe Insurance out of the UK where they, they looked at 50% of the residents of the UK this year planning on staycations or regional meaning within the UK vacations this summer, and only 10% going to Europe, which is, a, which is almost an exact flip of previous years. Um, they also pointed out these, these people who responded wanted to try new things, paddle boarding, archery, rock climbing, things like that. So this, this not only means good things for the UK economy, because all that spend is gonna stay within the countries, um, um, but it also provides brands an opportunity to capitalize on this kind of information. If you're anticipating what your customers are going to do uh, ahead of when they do it, you can then better position through your data-driven insights and, and, and by utilizing your loyalty customer segments, you can better bring the most relevant and um, specific offers to them to help encourage them to transact with you instead of one of your competitors. So, you know, I guess the, the short answer, two things are data-driven insights and, and, and customer segments. The customer segment has never been more important uh, than it is today. Follow-up question that. Be. We always like to ask uh, kind of the CMO challenge question, we call it. Uh, customer, if you could ask a question, what would that question be? Uh, well, so, so I, I do think right now it's, it's a lot more about, uh, it's a lot more than experience that matters. It's really about participation. So... So the question I would ask is, what do your customers love about you? What is it they actually like about you? Is it your brand? Is it the products? Is it the perks you offer? If you can answer that question, then you're on your way to retaining your customers um, through this pretty grueling time, uh, you know, uh, it, but it'll help keep you focused on the customers. So you're able to anticipate their needs and provide what they need when they need it. Okay, great. I think that kind of, uh, that what you feel what's next is for customer loyalty is kind of being able to anticipate yeah, getting personalization right. Uh, kind of, you know, what, what is next? Well, uh, so everything's changed. How we transact has changed. How we're behaving on a daily basis has changed. Our world has gotten a lot smaller. I think there's going to be a greater focus uh, in loyalty on the most valuable and the most potentially valuable um, customer segments. And so this doesn't mean we throw the baby out with the bathwater. We're not, it's not that we don't pay attention to all customers uh, that, it, that uh, transact with the brands, but there is going to be, there is already limited spend, limited marketing spend, limited technological uh, spend as, as budgets have tightened. And so the focus, as I mentioned earlier, is going to be, it's wickedly sharp on the ROI. If there's not a really good ROI, it's, it doesn't matter how good the idea is, there's too many other ideas that are better. And, it will, and so I think the ROI is gonna help keep the loyalty marketers focused on you know, obtaining, retaining, and, and growing their best customers or their customers with the best potential. Okay. 
Uh, and the last question I have for you, what, what can we as an industry do, uh, or maybe what can Loyalty360 do to kind of help uh, elevate the discussion? You know, we're moving, uh, doing more industry reports, uh, trying to uh, help brands uh, look, at, look at and select the right technology providers. What else can we do as an industry uh, to help you know, with that process, to help elevate the, the focus on customer loyalty? So I think that's a great question. So I'll answer through how our organization interacts with you, you guys, because you guys do a great job on those reports. These live, uh, these live events, I love watching them. It's it's great to see what um, friends and former colleagues, in some cases, and competitors and and other companies that we don't even interact with. It's 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 great to see how they're thinking and what they're thinking about. Uh, it's tough, you know. This is a tough industry for you guys as well, right? There's a lot of a lot of us are used to meeting in person a couple times a year and, and talking about great ideas and new strategies and, and, and no we're not able to do right that. Now. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no conferences. So, so these live events and the kind of information, the reports and the things that you're sharing um, through your membership are, you know, are, are, are helpful, right? I mean, we're looking for ideas and I can't interact with 20 people at a conference now. I, you know, got to find it through research. And, and uh, I think what you're doing there is fantastic. All right. Great. Uh, any last uh, kind of tidbit of insight or uh, kind of wrap this up? Anything that you're seeing that's uh, of interest? Well, I'll just I'll, I'll say it's uh, you know it's we're we're in the the last uh, bits of summer, and so I'm hoping everybody's just getting outdoors, even if it's in their yard or their local park. Just getting outdoors and make sure you're taking care of your health first. Everything else will follow, but you've got to be healthy and happy and. And, uh, and and we'll take care of, you know, all the brand, good brands out there are taking care of their customers, but you've got to be sure you're taking care of yourself first. Uh, amen to that. I'm a big fan of uh, trying to stay as healthy as you can. So uh, that's good. Well, I appreciate the time uh, you took today to, to, to talk to us, uh, Tom. It was great to uh, hear about what you guys are doing. As you mentioned earlier, uh, you guys are doing a great job with your clients. And you know, as we've started to go through this first industry report that we're doing, just your customers rave about what you do. I think you have a good blend of uh, a tally platform, which is very solid, uh, very easy to use, very configurable. Uh, and you also have a great uh, deal of acumen and strategy. You have people like you and, and others on the team that just have a kind of a deep level of industry experience. And that, that's, that's a hard thing to find, I think, to have that combined uh, strength like that. So it, it, we appreciate everything you do and uh, look forward to hearing more from you throughout the year. Thank you, Mark and Carly and, and, and Loyalty360. I appreciate the opportunity. We have a killer uh, team at, at ICF Next, and I'll, and I'll leave you this with this. Uh, uh, about another killer team. Go Twins. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. See you later.